and take a trip down on my block when you see hidden potential young minds sharper than pencil and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is Stitch Cast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you for joining us today. We got a dope discussion. This is another edition of Stitch Cast Studio, featuring our very own Stitch Cast alumni. It's going to be about the mentality surrounding COVID then versus COVID now. Driving your seatbelts is going to be a dope ride. Check it out. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome to another installment of Stitch Cast Studio. This will be another alumni session. What's the title for me? Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the differences and how people uh, respond and how people get along in life uh, with COVID now versus two years ago. The title of this podcast is COVID then and now. All right, cool, cool. I feel like we're going to have a real dope discussion today. Most of I like to uh, kick off the conversation by uh, not even necessarily asking a question, kind of just throwing it out there and saying like it's it's really been a it's been a crazy time <laughs> a lot has changed and like what is normal now it, it, it may feel normal now but definitely about two years ago we we were living a lot differently and i feel like the changes we've gone through have been very very substantial it's, it's been a lot a lot to deal with a lot to handle but at the same time it's also been a lot to uh to you know, to uh, get through something to uh, to be more of a, a come up story because a lot of people this this wasn't easy, you know. And I know uh, when this all first started, it was it was kind of you know a bunch of skeptics, a lot of questions behind it. But like we're, we're two years in, what y'all think? I'm surprised at where we are. These last two years have been full of surprises, and it ain't even just been COVID. It ain't even just been COVID. But uh, thanks to COVID, this uh, it's. Bro, like the world is turned upside down. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Like when this first started, I remember hearing news reporters and uh, analysts talk about how they was, they was, they was like, they're going to write about this in history books. The world is never going to be the same. And I was thinking, like, yo, that's a little dramatic for like an upgraded version of the flu. But, uh, but like as time went on, you know, stuff did change. Stuff did change. A lot of people went out of business just because the world is operating differently now. And yeah. and a lot of stuff ain't gonna go back to being normal. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of it's kind of wild to think about. And they are gonna write about this in history books. You know what I'm saying? They probably gonna make it sound like it was the Black Plague. And I don't know. Maybe it was as bad as the Black Plague. I don't know how bad the Black Plague was. I know how bad it sounds. But like like I guess living through something, living through a historical event is kind of. I guess weird for for lack of a better word. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of interesting because you don't you don't feel like yourself is a part of history. You know what I'm saying? This is this is just the life that you live in right now. But yeah, ten years from now, they exactly, you know what I'm saying? So ten years from now, they are gonna see this as history. Yeah. I remember I remember like the world, I feel like the world stopped. It stopped for like a real couple of months. I think for about like what I really like realized that it stopped for like three months. <laughs> I'm like, dang, we can't go nowhere. Like especially when you're <laughs> traveling and stuff. Like I was, I, I was down to travel everywhere. It was like this is a no go. This is a no fly zone. You ain't going nowhere. You going home. You staying in home. 
And that was just really weird because I was used to traveling and then like just being homebound felt kind of weird because I felt limited, especially like with my, you know what I'm saying, like with my creativity because like I feel, you know, like the moment you go on vacation, you feel refreshed from leaving your city and then coming back, you feel all motivated and inspired. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel that during the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, that pay was good though. That, you know, that free money was good. <laughs> most death, most death. Most of that joint, that joint is crazy. Do y'all think, uh, since you uh, kind of already started talking about it, what's something? What's something that y'all feel like made? What's something about the pandemic that y'all feel like made y'all better? Uh, being patient and actually like seeing like all my talents that I got because I'm like if I can't work then I gotta find something else you know what I'm saying being an entrepreneur you like well if this don't work then I'm gonna try something else so I just started testing out trying new things and then you know and I'm discovering that I went from like creating content from like streaming to you know what I'm saying making TikToks uh, you know what I'm saying videos basically all that was pretty much prep time for me as a dancer because I had plenty of time to you know what I'm saying train lab and harness my skills so when the world opened back up I was just killing everything walking <laughs> most of most of I think that that's like a that's like a big old fact especially with everybody being with everybody being uh like stuck in the house for long periods of time that yeah. like, like the biggest excuse in the world is I don't have time to do it I like I really want to do this but I ain't have time this really gave everybody time you know what I'm saying to work on whatever it is that you needed to work on so a lot yeah, of like really they, I think they say that. yeah you know what I'm saying I think they say that the Great Depression uh, created the most millionaires at any time period or something like that like like this was really like one of those type of situations where it's like yo I'm at home all day like I like I might as well work on myself either that or go crazy so so, so yeah like this really provided people that time to really like dig in yeah I feel like I feel like what 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 really like grew within me due to this specifically <clears throat> would definitely be my comfortability and communication skills like I spent a lot a lot of the beginning of, of all of this like taking classes learning up under people because I wanted I, I, I like like we said we had the time you know and I didn't want to waste it so I, I, I used a lot of that time gaining uh, knowledge on things I felt like would, would progress all the things I was already doing as a whole I, I started uh, learning about different uh, avenues I could take to capitalize on things that like you wouldn't expect to be able to do from other uh, er from other areas like like I, I, I was able to see just how how uh, far you can take marketing and uh, and how uh just just how uh deep it really it really goes and how much information there really is to gather and there's still much more to gather. I haven't even haven't uh even really learned everything there is to learn just yet. But there there was so much time I had on my hands. I was I was taking webinars, seminars, all it like it, it was it was it was way too much time on our hands to to not you know to not come out with something better bigger for yourself. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent, bro. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. That definitely caused me to really dig in. And that's actually the story for a lot of people. And a lot of people learned about investing, investing and whatnot. Like I think the whole GameStop crash happened uh, during the COVID period. Like a lot, a lot of people learned about the importance of investing in stocks and all of this. You know what I'm saying? People, people that I didn't know my whole life, all of a sudden investment experts. One of my friends that I graduated from high school with just got married. And before he got married, him and his girl had just bought a house because of a stock that he bought like six years ago or whatever. Like, I don't even remember what he invested in, but this man just bought a house off investments. Like, what? That's crazy. I should have invested when he did. No lie. I mean, you know I'm saying? I still grew as a person, but it'd be nice to buy a house. That's really dope. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody's elevating. I love to see that, especially the people around us uh, being committed to elevating. Like, that's a 
that's a big deal. I'd be inspired by other people's success stories. Facts. That's another thing COVID did. Honestly, like it gave it. They were just giving opportunity from the uh, the checks everyone was getting. Rather, it was the unemployment or just the uh, the uh, what were they called? Stimulus checks. Yeah, the stimulus checks. I personally uh, never got a chance to take advantage of that. So like, <laughs> that's probably the biggest reason why I can't remember. But like, it, it they they provided a lot of opportunity for people that like knew how to work with that kind of money. Because if you were one of the people that was getting those unemployment checks, like that was just like a free five to six hundred to sit on because a lot of people didn't have to pay rent like you you could have you could have really been building something or just saving in general for for uh the, the chance for like if this did happen to just like blow away the next year we you'd you'd have have something prepared and something established uh to, to take care of yourself like it, a, a lot of a lot of uh a lot of good was uh you know uh, a lot of light was in the dark for real for real most of yeah definitely and it, i think it kind of showed a lot of people who they were because if you getting 600 a week and you still ain't able to make nothing happen. You know, so it's not me judging nobody's situation, but it just goes to show that a lot of people that a lot of people, especially in poverty stricken areas, you think that I, if I, if I just get some money, then I'll be all right. But it's possible that you just bad with money. You know what I'm saying? If, if you don't, if you, if you're not good with finances, if you're, if you're spending more than you're making, regardless of how much you make it, then, then, then you're still going to be broke. You know what I'm saying? You still, you still going to have a negative balance. You could be making a hundred thousand a month. If you spend in 150,000 a month, you still going to be an extra 50,000 in the hole every single month. So it's not always about, you know what I'm saying? The finances themselves, but how you use so it, de it definitely, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and then again, going back to uh, people having so much time, you know what I'm saying? That that kind of, I feel like that kind of taught people that if I'm in the house all day and I'm still not working on whatever it is that I want to be better at, maybe I don't want it as bad as I thought I did. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, or, or whatever the uh, uh, case is, you know what I'm saying? So maybe, maybe you got depression or something. You know what I'm I ain't here to make excuses for nobody or here to judge nobody. But as bad as the pandemic was, it provided some opportunity too. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, uh, thankfully, a great deal of people jumped at that opportunity. Thanks. Most deaf. It'd be nice if they made working from home a permanent thing. I ain't gonna lie. As much as I love people, I love working from home. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of my, that was one of my favorite things about, uh, about uh, COVID, you know what I'm saying? Being able to just wake up and walk up to a computer and clock in or something like that. Like, like stuff like that, stuff like that was just amazing. Yeah, I feel that. That was one of the reasons I felt like uh, start, starting like a business would be like necessary. Cause like I was, uh, I, I went through like three or four jobs when, when the uh, pandemic first started, you know, like I, uh, I, I was literally like, and I wasn't bouncing around like just because I had to. It was more so like, oh yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be shutting down because of COVID. It's like, oh wow, wow. Right, moving on. And then uh, I uh, I got to uh, open up uh, open up a, a store with one of the uh, the uh, district managers of uh, Jimmy John's, and dope. It, it started off dope, you know, but like. The the, uh, the pandemic started like so finicky. Everything was everything was changing like by the week. So like you, we were getting different regulations. We were getting different uh different methods to handle things that we were already uh trying to get used to from the, the newer methods we were just getting. Like there was a lot of things that were changing. And like to be in the uh to, to be one of the uh the workers in society while dealing with that, like it, it definitely gave me a different outlook on like how I wanted to deal with things. You know, it gave me a uh it gave me the drive to want to be able to do things on my 
my own because I didn't I didn't like the discomfort behind trying to get everything done under someone else's wing when you either feel or know for a fact you can handle things a certain way and dealing with COVID specifically like there were so many things that just like were unnecessary that like hindered the progress of workers that hindered the progress of uh, society as a whole you know Mm -hmm. and a lot of people when they uh when they when they were faced with this the, the only thing you could really do is either fold under it or start innovating because the that's well a lot of content creators were born during this and like a lot of content creators weren't like just doing this beforehand it was literally the pressure that was uh put on it's like we got to do something and i don't want to do this anymore most def- definitely yeah it's been it's, it's definitely been a lot of changes i feel like uh when, when covid first started it was again it was a bunch of speculation but now I don't. I don't feel like anyone is really uh as afraid now. I feel like there's so much information out there, especially so much ever changing information, that like we're more so like annoyed by the presence of this uh pandemic than we are afraid of it. And like though there uh there has been like a lot of uh drastic situations or uh, uh measures taken, like at the same time there's a uh, there's a lot more uh good to look at than there is bad, you know. And from dealing with everyone freaking out the first year to now, it's like, it's, it's definitely, in all honesty, it's calmed down a lot. And for us to be going through like three or four new variants, like they're, they're already talking about uh, trying to mandate a new, a, a new uh, uh, vaccine for the, uh, the new Omicron variant. And like that alone will change so much. And not even, not even in a sense of like uh, medicine and like uh, people getting better, like, that, that's gonna that's gonna change the community and how they feel you know a lot of people don't like having to uh, conform to something especially when they're being told there's no other choice or a, a, another option to be taken definitely I agree with that I am vaccinated and it took me a sec to even be cool with it you know so I was uh I was skeptical about it for a minute um one of the things that helped me was the uh a lot of the people in the medical field when people would ask them why they were why, when people would ask them, why are people so skeptical? They would say flat out, I'm not going to lie to you. In the medical field, there has been a history of, of people lying to patients and abusing patients and experimenting on people without their permission. And the fact the fact that they were like honest about that, they ain't sit here and pretend like they ain't never did nothing wrong or nothing like that. The fact that they was honest about that opened me up enough to say, let me hear what, let me hear what else they got to say. You know what I'm saying? When it first came out, I was mad, mad skeptical. After a while, I was more so worried about my comfort than my, uh, then my safety, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, look, I need to go to the store. They talking about lockdown this, lockdown that. I'm trying to step out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what's up. I'm trying to see what's happening outside. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And even yeah, even now, I think it's uh, I think it's still a little bit more about comfort for some people. You know what I'm saying? Some people uh still don't take the uh still don't take the virus serious. And I kind of get it, if I'm being honest. You know what I'm saying? Especially for young people. We young, yeah. we gonna get it. If we get it, we sick for a little while and then we gonna be back up and running. You know what I'm saying? So I get it on our end. I think we still gotta remember that when you get it, you can possibly affect somebody that's older than you or somebody that's not as healthy as you and it could take them out. You know what I'm saying? It could take them out the game. But uh, but I think a lot of people are, uh, somebody called it some type of fatigue. I don't know what type of fatigue they called it, but when people started to no longer follow the mandates and the rules and all of that, 
they was like, uh, the vaccine, it's not getting better. People are just tired of living this certain way. And so they're going back to living normal or whatever the case is. And I think I think that's uh that's 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 still the case now because numbers are getting worse, if I'm not mistaken. I don't want to put no false information out there. But from what I understand, oh, no, numbers it's are getting worse. worse. Yeah, you know, what I'm especially after Christmas, bro, like everybody I knew had COVID is saying like everybody I call COVID and I'm vaccinated now 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 granted the vaccine is not it's not it's not supposed to stop you from getting COVID it's supposed to uh lessen the chance of you getting COVID but also better prepare your body to fight off if you uh if you were to catch it and thankfully like a lot of people that I know got COVID and they wasn't vexed and they symptoms were a lot more severe than mine when I got it I was down for about a week and I felt like maybe one symptom at a time versus them having like everything at one time and, and just being down bad. So thankfully I was all right. But uh but uh yeah it's I guess it's 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 kinda it's kinda hard not to grow numb to it. You know what I'm saying? It's kinda hard not to grow numb. It's still a crazy situation, no doubt. But after it becomes the normal, the new normal, it's kinda hard to not just be like, yeah, big deal. Another person got COVID. Yeah, like when you when we talking about just like the numbers alone, like you can really you can really see why it's not like a huge a huge like uproar as far as a like a you know fear and everything now because like the reality is we have as of about last week we got about 290 million cases and like not even not even uh, uh not even 10 percent of that is uh is casualties you know and like people look at that and they assume it's like oh yeah we can we can get through this and like i mean me personally i believe we can i, I really believe like we're gonna come out on top like i feel like this is just one of those things where like dark not, uh, not necessarily not, not even necessarily darwinism taking place i feel like this is a uh, more uh in, in the uh, lines of like evolution you know like i feel like what this uh what this virus is doing it's been a, it's been adapting and like from jump like originally like it was a uh, it was was only affecting like uh the older parties and like as it as it evolved it started uh being able to uh inf infect and influence more uh people more cultures more uh age groups and everything like and though it's been uh growing so have we with it there's been a lot of people like you said like people have been getting uh getting sick a lot and with with just uh the people who were getting it in the beginning like uh, some of them uh you know some of them have uh gotten it a second time but the second time around some of them were saying like they weren't even experiencing symptoms you know so, some people were uh were uh dealing with this and like it was like the worst week or two for them ever but when they were done like they felt amazing afterwards they found they got a chance to recover and when you get back to 100 it's like a refresher and to me that it's it, it sounds it sounds like our uh we're, we're adapting faster than the virus is which to me sounds kind of cool. Like it, it, it's not like a situation that you would necessarily say is ideal, but like at the same time, it shows you how powerful we are as like, you know, like humanity. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. We are definitely adapting. I do think we'll make it in the long run. I still think we gotta, you know what I'm saying, be careful and keep in mind the people that, that aren't, whose bodies aren't built to fight off this uh, virus. But yeah, we're definitely gonna make it in the long, long run. I don't think this is gonna be the uh, the end of civilization or nothing like that. We'll definitely find a way. And it is cool to see how capable people are of adapting. You know what I'm saying? And how how stuff shift in importance once the way of the world changes. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 Jeff Bezos is a billionaire now. I think they said he was on track to become a, a trillionaire, the first trillionaire. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody at home, you you ain't got nothing to do but order stuff. And yeah, it come to you. 
And some people saw the foresight of that happening and invested in cardboard. So now all of these Amazon, FedEx, uh, UPS, all these people buying all these boxes and the <clears throat> the uh, value of cardboard then shot up. Yeah. We've also been able to see just how much uh, media can affect stuff like that, too. Because like you said, just like how uh, how uh, people are ordering more and people invested in the cardboard, like we, we've we gone through uh, what I would say is just like chronic boredom. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the the quarantine kind of set us back a little bit. We, uh, yeah, most we, of we got We got outside and uh, we was outside. <laughs> we, we didn't have the crate challenge. We had a bunch of different challenges and like stores alone were taking advantage of that. You know, you had you had a uh, big lives, Home Depot, Walmart, like they they were capitalizing. You, you ain't you've never seen just crates sitting outside a store for for uh, on, on sale. Like <laughs> to to be uh, to see, like like that that was why I'm, 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 I'm talking about like Y'all, y'all, y'all done moved out all the moved the bikes and the and the balls from outside to replace it with crates. <laughs> Yo, I ain't even know where you where to like buy no milk crates at like before the uh, car ch- challenge happened, bro. I'm just like, how does everybody just know where to get mass amounts of milk crates, bro? They were really taking advantage. The first time I saw, the first time I saw, it was like it's, it said it was like on sale for like uh, eighty nine cents, lowest price you'll see, and I'm just like, what? Like who paying more than a dollar for a crate, like? Supply and demand. Supply and demand. Literally, like, man, people were really capitalizing on this. <laughs> hey, everybody, you know what time it is. It's time for our Pick the City Up Art Interlude, featuring an original piece by Story Stitches Artist Collective called Anti. Anti, anti, I ain't bother you. Where did I go wrong? Anti, anti, I ain't on that. Please leave me alone. Anti, anti, bully me, then regret it when I'm gone. Anti, anti. Anti-anti, anti-anti. Anti-anti, I ain't bother you. Where did I go wrong? Anti-anti, I ain't no net. Please leave me alone. Anti-anti, bully me, then regret it when I'm gone. Anti-anti, anti-anti. Yeah. 16 with a dream. Not on involved Glocks with the beam. I don't want to hit the blunt. I want to sit the lean. Got my head on straight with a high civil steam. Cause I'm <laughs> headed for the top. Ain't got no time for no roadblocks. I ain't hitting the block. In the spot. Ay, ducking the cops. Ducking the shots. You need to pick up the slack You could be the leader of the pack Ain't no sense of following the blind I guarantee they won't have your back You ain't gotta do what they do Shoot what they shoot Decisions all up to you Ain't no breeze Cause if you ask me I tell them One, two, three, ayy Anti-anti, I ain't bother you Where did I go wrong? Anti-anti, I ain't on that Please leave me alone Anti-anti, bully me Then regret it when I'm gone
around, talk down to me. Hey, why you wanna bother me? Harass and follow me. Oh, why you gotta frown on me? Turn around, talk down to me. Tired of being tired for doing me, I'm penalized that ever since I've been a lot of hands, I'm the same Things they would say used to take me out my way, but ever since I found my way, I see they getting in the way like, whoa They gon' hit you when you ain't low, try to pull you to the dark, I know, I'm a light, I glow Try to keep it right, pyro, set it off like a bomb, I blow to the stars, I go Stepping over what's under me, knocking down what's in front of me, all your haters unnumber me Still you couldn't be one of me, stumble, mumble, and fumble, and things you wouldn't get enough from me Reason you wouldn't run me, hard to beat and keep up with me, bet to smile when I'm struggling When I'm down and be loving me, so go get it in life, but when I get it, they judge me Think they jealousy touch me, why they always disgusting me, misery loves company, I can see why they come for me. As a matter of fact, I'm fully loaded like a car when it's packed. I'm Focus right on launching that hacker with your fur form And the weaker one was holding me back, man, no fur form Holding me back, I had fur form, now I'm fur form They ever needed to bully me, I was fur form Now I'm in rare form, now they lost power, had false power Like a cow when he burned on, I conquer bullies at his fur That's a trifecta, worst shot, I make that sector Put in work like it's trifecta, I know they planning on watching me If they planning on stopping me, tell them try better I used to crumble at the words they would speak Mama promised me I'm greater, greater promises I keep Cause I know it's one thing that my bullies can't beat Haters can't touch and my struggle can't beat And that's me TikTok blew all the way up during this pandemic. Like it kind of, it, it took all of the other platforms by storm. So much so that everybody else has integrated reels. Like it, it's, yeah. it's gotten pretty deep. Like everybody, yeah, YouTube has reels now. Literally yeah, the shorts. <laughs> and they prioritizing it just for anybody that's trying to, you know what I'm saying, build your following on. Yeah. Oh, uh, like what's you, it called? You, you, get, you, you have people. a better chance by, you got a better chance by doing reels, man. That's the new game. Thanks. Sure. Reels, it, it's like partially really innovative, and like at the same time, it, it shows you how much our, uh, our attention spans have changed as well. Like, Yo, one hundred percent, literally, yeah, like it's real short. When I, when it when it started, like you got you got to think about it. Like we we started with Instagram doing fifteen to uh, thirty second videos, and before that, we had Vine that was doing seven second videos. So like when 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 uh, Instagram dropped the one minute videos and they dropped IGTV, people were excited. You know, like they're they like, oh yeah, we can find drop whole videos we can put a whole music video on our page all of that like and and here we are right back at 30 seconds <laughs> literally everybody's right back at 30 seconds i believe uh uh tiktok allows you to uh, upload like a uh, full length videos they just won't pull as much traction and like uh, instagram will allow you to do like 60 second reels but again like when a person sees anything over 45 seconds they most likely gonna keep on swiping yo that whole that whole little concept is uh it's crazy. Everything is getting... The only thing that's not getting shorter is movies. Movies seem to be getting longer thanks to Marvel and all that. But A lot longer. <laughs> but, like, even, like, songs. Songs are shorter. I think I just listened to a, a song that had three verses on it. A hip-hop song that had three verses on it. And I was like, dang, this song long. But, like, that used to be the thing. That, that used to be regular. You could even put four verses on a song. You could make a five, six-minute song if you wanted to. But yeah, now, that used to be a straight trend. I'm saying, and now songs is songs is just shorter, bro. They don't make three verse songs no more. Yeah, the most like I think uh what really changed it was, I, I I feel like it wasn't even the, in uh in whole like the uh the pandemic. It was definitely a, a part to play, but uh, I feel like artists like uh XSS Tentacion, like it was people like him that that uh, caused this. <laughs> he, oh he yeah, was I think it was a minute and thirty seven seconds of heat, and like people weren't doing that. You you weren't used to like like his replay value was crazy because he would drop a hook, a verse, and a hook, and you just like I want to hear it again. <laughs> like, most it, Yo, it was it was crazy or even uh I, th I think the whole i think the everybody that came after him uh, like i think that whole little that whole little wave did the it especially like uh like like bro that made not 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 necessarily emo rap but just the time frame just 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 that timeline of people like 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 bro who, who was it Lil pump that made gucci game and that oh, ended yeah. up being that ended up being the shortest song to ever chart 
on the billboards or the shortest song to win a Grammy or something like that. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, but wow. but that just, just that that whole little wave, bro, just started making shorter songs. And then like like it just kind of like altered people's attention spans. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the old songs are still tough. They dope. It's just that now it's more of a chore to listen to a longer song now. Yeah, and as an artist, I feel like it's a chore to continue writing after a certain point. Like I, I, I I've written that. songs and like I'll get I'll get like probably like a minute forty, minute fifty seconds in, and I'm like, this sounds good right here. <laughs> like, I, got, I got a, a whole extra minute, minute, uh, minute and a half. <clears throat> I didn't pay for it and everything. And I'm like, you know what? Clip trim. <laughs> Hurt on me, yeah. Yeah, it's wild how stuff changed. It's wild how how drastic stuff didn't change. Like 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 going back to the pandemic. No lie, for the first time I watched the first Harry Potter movie Sunday, something like that. I watched the first Harry Potter movie within the last couple of days, and okay. there's this scene where it's like whole mob of people in this small space, and I was like, ooh, that's not social distancing. And that movie came out in 2021, bro. Like when I see big crowds of people, like. I think about COVID now, bro, regardless of when it was filmed. That's what I think about now, how how we can't just do that no more. I mean, no yeah. flash mom, none no more. Dude, like, of, like, life was lit. Like, having, having like, like the, uh, the step-up movies and everything, like... Yeah. <laughs> Flash mobs were definitely like the thing before all of this started. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of big events were were uh, canceled. A lot of a lot had to change for for this uh, for this to uh, be in effect, man. It's crazy because because even though we even though we've really we've gotten through it, you know, we we we've been persevering, we've been adapting, and like like I said, like I feel like this is all evolution at the end of the day. But I do feel like uh, uh, about a year or two ago when all of this first started, like. It was it was a lot more a, a lot more uh, stressful in the beginning, and I feel like we uh, we assumed it would be a lot more stressful going forward, which is like what was uh, most of the cause of uproar. But like here we are now, and like like I said, we we've been talking, and like to be honest with you, we've we've had like our little low points, but it's still been mostly constructive and positive. Cause like I said, th- this is this has been it's been changing, it's ever changing, especially for people that really want something out of it. It's most really it's great to see. Like you said, like seeing seeing people succeed, like it, it's it's a it's amazing to see people get this kind of pressure and like really become diamonds out here. It's really dope. Yeah, most def. Now, and that's not to take away from the people that. So, it, like, like it, there are still people that flat out just didn't have that. That like COVID, COVID made things worse for you know. What I'm saying I'm not talking about I'm not talking about you know what I'm saying having to get stuck in a house. I'm talking about people that had to lose their house because they lost their business. You know what I'm saying there are legit people that 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 this this was the worst thing that ever happened to them. So uh so 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 I just I just want to make the clarification we're not negating anybody's problems or nothing like that. That this has definitely been tragic. But for some people out of curiosity I kind of wonder like what it's like for other countries you know what I'm saying particularly uh, third world countries because I know in America COVID was worse on, on the more poverty stricken areas so if you're a third world country where if the media is to believe the majority of your country is a poverty stricken area then I wonder what it was like for those people that's a, that's another thing. Like I've done a lot of uh, a lot of research on this type of stuff, especially like how uh, other countries are handling this, and it's kind of uh-huh. crazy to see just like one, just how much lower the numbers are in a lot of other players uh, places that are uh, a lot more populated than we are. To see that uh, they've uh, they've implemented regulations that are actually like 
really like cracking down on the uh, on the issue. There's been a bunch of different uh, videos and parodies about it. Like people sit there and like, oh yeah, you know, you'll see uh, Australia, Germany, and, like all of them are like in home and quarantining, and then like it's like America, and then we're like we're out, we're out uh, in shorts and the flannel with some sunglasses and just enjoying ourselves. It shows you like one j just how serious it is uh, from a, a a big picture perspective because when you're just looking at us it's like okay yeah we're we're handling this we're doing this and that and like for the most part we have a lot more freedoms than you'd expect uh, us to have because when you look at other areas like they they, they don't have that some people uh, have been in quarantine the almost a full length of this two years so some people have uh legit like had to like change not even just their their lives necessarily they, they've had to legit like have to conform to whatever it is that the, their, their government themselves are uh, coming up with because that's whatever they feel is best. And like, while, uh, like I said, while I feel like a lot of the uh, numbers are a lot lower, that that also means that there's a lot more restriction. There's a lot uh, a lot more stress being placed, a lot more pressure, you know? And for those people, uh, there's constant prayer that way, you know? There's there's always like a positive light energy being sent because that, that that's, a, that's a different type of, uh, different type of situation to deal with. And like, I, I, I am, uh, I will honestly say I'm, I'm grateful that like we are as uh we aren't dealing with it as bad but at the same time like it does uh, make me feel like we should take it more seriously you know and if that's the case uh going forward I i'm hoping like we really like not only just beat this but like moving forward this this shows us like rather it's a virus rather it's you know a global contagion like if we're if we're gonna deal with something like we need to like really crack down and like get it taken care of because a lot of people have banded together and, like we can we can really take we can really get out of this a lot easier a lot smoother uh with with actual uh rules and regulations in place and uh actual like uh people following that you know mm -hmm. Yeah, you made a really uh, interesting point uh, when you said that a lot of those places have much more restrictions, too. I, I kind of knew from the beginning that us being a democracy, that this wasn't going to be easy to deal with. You know what I'm saying? In other countries where they're more like, where they're more of a dictatorship or uh, something of that nature where you don't have as many freedoms as you do here, I could see how they can head, you know what I'm saying? They can say, put on a mask, that's the end of the discussion. You know what I'm saying? But when they said that we had to wear masks, you had people marching down the streets with AK-47s. You know what I'm saying? Saying, you, can, you can't take my rights, you can't infringe upon my rights. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so this is a very different country and having, uh, having democracy, which is a beautiful thing, it makes it a very different type of situation and democracy isn't it isn't easy you know what i'm saying and it wasn't it wasn't chosen because it was easy but that that definitely makes it a very different type of situation definitely i, I for sure feel that i uh i feel like uh we we've, we've come a, a, a very long way you know and mm -hmm. feel like we're gonna get through this regardless in closing i do want to ask y'all like do y'all do y'all feel like this is gonna be the uh the year we beat it like for real for real what y'all how y'all feel about it i think we got like probably like one more year not from jinx it but i just feel like we got one more year to really get everything set in stone all the vaccines all the new regulations that they gonna randomly make up type stuff so yeah. So, and it is just January. So one more year could still mean that this is the last year. Uh, so if uh, if the experts are to be believed, they believe that this is the year that we'll get the handle on the, on the uh, virus that we've been trying to get on it. And the reason they think that 
is because they believe that uh by the end of this year everybody will have either gotten vaccinated or everybody will have either caught the virus which in either case it it builds up your immune system to fight it a second time so they are saying that this this will possibly be the year and that's why they think it'll be the year because everybody will will either get the vaccine or get COVID or both. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of excited to see how, because because I feel like we're gonna have to make another adjustment when 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 we no longer de- dealing with the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, we in a current pandemic world. We know what it was like to live pre-pandemic, and I feel like we'll have to make another adjustment for the post-pandemic world. So uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm excited to see what that's gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? And to see who can turn that who can turn that curve, that corner and go that extra mile. But uh definitely. yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping that this is the uh year. If it's not, I definitely think next year will be. I I'd be I'd be really surprised if we still dealing with this in twenty twenty five. Yeah, I I I for I for feel that I d I don't think we're gonna have it that long. And like and to speak on that real quick, the whole uh, the whole uh, pre-pandemic and post-pandemic thing, like it's crazy because like our generation was already like the middle child uh, when it came to like technology and the internet. So now we're about to be like the middle child again because we we understood what it was like to be a part of the uh, the world beforehand, during, and now we're about to uh, help bring up the the, uh, the new generation afterward. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, that's interesting. Our generation, for sure. Yeah, our generation in general kind of like like this is just an interesting time to live. We get to, you know what I'm saying, see the turn of a lot of tables. Yeah. So we, we get to see a lot of things change. We get to witness a lot. Yeah, give it about, give it about five, ten more years. We're about to see a, a drastic change in the government, too. That's really about to be crazy. Yo, y'all remember CDs? Yes. Damn. Everybody's streaming stuff now. Literally. That's how it Y'all remember Black Blockbuster? Dreams. It's crazy because Blockbuster got Blockbuster got put out of business by people like Netflix, and then Netflix started uh started uh con- contending with the uh, the people that were streaming, and like now they're running it. Yeah, most of them. Netflix was running the game for a minute, and now and now look at look at what's going on. Now Disney Channel got a streaming pl- platform. Uh, 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 HBO, Paramount. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 it's just, it's just, we're just witnessing a lot of adaptation and involvement. Yeah, uh, it, it's 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 a lot of change going on. A Most lot of good, uh, bad, and it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to tell my grandkids. What? Yeah, let me time. tell you something. I'm saying, well, I remember <laughs> we had circular discs that we had to put in the radio. When we wanted to listen to music. Like, boy, I can't wait. All the cars probably gonna be electric. But like, look, I remember you ever heard of a gas station? We so I think the craziest thing is wired to wireless. Yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> like to see to see how companies were taking it, like Apple specifically, yo. Apple specifically, they legit like dropped wireless headphones. And then drop a wired accessory to the wireless headphones. That oh. was like, yo. <laughs> we used to have to plug the earphones in the phone. Man. What? No Bluetooth? It's definitely been crazy. Before we yeah. get out, get up out of here, y'all got anything y'all wanna say? Uh 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 best of luck to everybody out there dealing with uh the harsher sides of the pandemic. Uh, best of luck. Keep pushing. We're going to get through that. For sure. 
I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. This this was a really dope discussion. We got a chance to really uh really see how how things have changed. Uh, I hope you all have uh, had a chance to really enlighten yourself with this kind of information because there was definitely some some gems placed in here. This was like I said, this was a dope session, and I hope y'all tune in next time. Stitchcast Studio about to drop some heat for y'all. Oh, still. And we out. Thank you for listening. And last but not least, we want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Stitchcast Studio Season 2 in 2021 is sponsored by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund three-year grant from 2020 to 2022. Arts and Education Council, PNC Grant, and Lush Corporations, the Charity Pot. Peace in the Prairie is presented with support from Missouri Arts Council, a state agency which receives support from the state of Missouri and the National Endowment for Arts. Additional support is provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, Missouri Foundation for Health, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2020, Stewart Family Foundation, and Cransburg Arts Foundation. Already knew that that beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Story stitches.